Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. I was just perusing the... By the way, do you know the term perusing? The word perusing actually means reading in depth. I always thought it meant the opposite. I mean, not always. I learned this actually like 10, 12 years ago. So, But when I initially heard the term, I hear it all the time. People say, oh, I'm just perusing as if they're just browsing. They're skimming. No. It means you're actually like reading something. Anyway. I was just uh, reading through skimming, if you will, browsing on the browser, uh, this uh, AP bombshell of a story against Congressman James Comer, a multi-million dollar farmer. He's one of the largest landholders near his rural Kentucky hometown, and he has meticulously documented nearly all of his land holdings on congressional financial disclosure documents, about 1,600 acres total. But there are six acres that he bought in 2015, and he co-owns them with a longtime campaign contributor that he has treated differently. Not the contributor, he, he is... He's treating these six acres differently. He transferred six acres of ownership to farm team properties. And then the AP calls it a shell company. So this is obviously oh, the hypocrites. Again, um, the, the charge of hypocrisy, uh, it, it, it carries no weight any longer. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. It doesn't matter anymore. All of that went out the door during the Trump administration when everybody was guilty of doing the things that they were accusing Trump of doing and they were acting all hypocritical and everything. So, uh, yeah, I don't care anymore about the hypocrisy charge coming from anybody, really. It doesn't matter uh, because it's so it's kind of like all of the uh, you're a racist, a misogynist, you're a uh, 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 Islamophobe, a homophobe, an elderly phobe, a poorophobe or whatever phobe and ist, whatever they don't like you guys have just so saturated all of the rhetoric, uh, with all of our you know debates and stuff with these terms that they don't mean anything anymore. That's what happens. You use them. That which is acquired too easily is esteemed too lightly, to quote the founders. So, no, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they're saying this means that James Comer is obviously guilty of the same thing that Hunter Biden has been doing, running shell companies. Okay, first off, a shell company is something that you create that doesn't hold any kind of assets or anything. It just acts as a pass-through kind of a thing. It's like a, it's like a company in name only. That's what makes it a shell company. It's just a shell, right? And you just move things in and out, moving things through, moving assets through it. It doesn't, you don't park any assets in the shell company, right? It's there to, it's like, uh, you call it a shell, like, like the, was it, uh, not three card Monty, but the shell game that you, you see on the streets of the big cities, you know, where they put something under the shell and they move the uh, they move it all around and you can never tell where it goes because it's scam. They take your money. 
putting six acres into a company, a separate company off of whatever you had, that doesn't automatically make it a shell company. I have an LLC. That doesn't make my company a shell company. It has assets in it. That's it. Now, if I had, say, 20 shell companies and I'm taking tens of millions of dollars from foreign companies, foreign oligarchs, foreign countries, and I'm taking the money and I put it into one company, one of my shell companies, and then I move it to another company and then move that to another company, and then I divide it out and send it to six different companies, and then I send it from those six companies back to other companies, and then I draw it out and I send it over here and I write checks over there. And I, When you move money through all of the shells, that's the scam, right? That's the, that's the shell game. That's the the street corner shell game. Follow the P that's under the uh, that's under the shell. Oh, what's the matter? You can't because you, you. By the way, you know what they do there, right? You know what the you know what the uh, the trick there is. When they're moving the shells around, they move one of the sh- when the shell has the P in it, they'll move it and they'll just dump it off the side of the table, and so there is no shell. Uh, there's no P. You can't find it. There's no whatever the, the thing is that they've got a hidden under the cups or under the, sh- under the shelves. You can't see it because it's not there anymore. That's the scam. Anyway, that's what Hunter Biden and his uncle and like all the other family members, like that's the operation, the business associates. That's what they were running. All of the different companies to move money all, the, uh, all through them. And it was to throw everybody off. And in fact, they said this. This was one of the what emails or text exchanges that they recovered thanks to Hunter Biden leaving the laptop at the computer repair shop. This is one of the things that they discovered when they were discussing whether or not all of the money was traceable. One of them said, no, we've we've created this this network, all of these companies, we've created all of this. It'll take them it'll take them a decade to figure it out if they even ever catch on. Right? This was intentionally constructed that way versus what James Comer's got, which is one company with six acres in it. Go ahead and look into it. Go ahead and look into it. Now, the AP, they're like bombshell news. This is, the, this is, by the way, what the AP is reporting the day after the House votes to launch the impeachment inquiry into Hunter Biden, who's got 20 of the shell companies. Right. So AP wants us to focus on James Comer's one as if that's that's really, really bad. He's got one and it's really, really bad because he's a hypocrite. Well, is it bad because he's a hypocrite or is it bad because he's doing something illegal with it? And if he is doing something illegal with it, what does that say of the 20 that Hunter's got? But you realize what you guys are admitting here, right? Oh, what? no. Just because Hunter Biden was doing all of this shady stuff doesn't mean Joe was at all implicated, right? This is the AP story from yesterday after the impeachment inquiry was launched, where they, they kept saying that there's no evidence. They had quotes from Democrats saying no evidence. Everybody keeps saying no evidence. And that's just not true. It's not true. There is evidence. There's lots of it. I ran through 40 examples of the evidence that's already known. There's other evidence that we've not seen yet. There's tons of it in bank statements. They they just got tens of thousands of documents in bank statements that they're going through. You know what else is evidence? Testimony. Yeah, that's testimony is evidence. It's information. 
That's why they wanted Hunter Biden to come in and get deposed by lawyers. Hunter Biden refused to do so. Congress is going to look to hold him in contempt. And I'm like, I'm genuinely curious now. Does the DOJ treat Hunter Biden the same as it treated Steve Bannon? Because Steve Bannon refused, right? He didn't, he didn't want to be deposed either. He refused. He got cited for contempt of Congress. He's still fighting it, but he's looking at a couple months in jail. Does Merrick Garland now do the same? Does he hold Hunter Biden to the same standard? And if not, wouldn't that be hypocrisy? Or is it just different when Democrats do it? The House votes to approve impeachment inquiry into President Biden. AP News reporting. While their investigation has raised ethical questions. Wait, hang on a second. The Associated Press is acknowledging that the investigation by the House committees, the oversight, uh, I think Ways and Means, Judiciary, that their investigation has raised ethical questions? Really? Based on what? I thought there was no evidence. How do you raise ethical questions if there's no evidence? Hmm. While the investigation has raised ethical questions, no evidence has emerged that Joe Biden acted corruptly or accepted bribes in his current role or previous office as vice president. Again, not true. There is evidence. There is evidence. Evidence doesn't equal proving, right? Proving. Evidence helps to construct all of the circumstances and context in order to get you to the point where you can prove something beyond a reasonable doubt, right? Or the preponderance of the evidence, the preponderance. I mean, think about the, there are two different standards, right? Beyond. And now these are, by the way, impeachment, not a criminal proceeding. It's a political exercise as Democrats kept reminding us Democrats and media, but I repeat myself, kept telling us during the Trump administration and his two impeachments that it's a political process. This is not a criminal court. You don't have to you don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. You don't even have to prove with the preponderance of evidence, because that's the standard in civil trials, a preponderance of evidence, which just means you got you got evidence that. You got two parties, they're arguing over something. Party A has got 50% of the evidence. Party B has 50% of the evidence. And as soon as the scales tip in one direction, like 51% to 49%, that's just, that's preponderance. That's it. It's a little bit more than less. You got a little bit more evidence to show that this might have occurred, this could be the case, you win. Civil case. I know lawyers are like ripping their hair out of my descriptions on this stuff, but, you know, I'm just a common man. These are my understandings. So it's not any of those. This is a different standard. It's just political. In, in, in the sense that you have to be able to make a compelling enough case for enough of the public to say, yeah, he probably did something. Yeah, you should remove him. And there are going to be people that arrive at those conclusions through their own biases and subjectivity. Absolutely. Although that never happens in the criminal justice system, from what I understand. There is actually evidence that he acted corruptly. Does it prove that he did? Does it prove it? No. I I would say at this point, it's going to be difficult for Republicans. No, it's going to be. Right now, it would be hard for Republicans to make a case that they have proved the corruption. 
But that's why you move forward with the inquiry. Precisely why they voted for it last night. And you know who else says that? The White House. They're the ones that asked for this. I'm not even kidding. The AP, you got to go like uh, halfway through this three-page story. It says, most of the Republicans reluctant to back the impeachment push have also been swayed by the GOP leadership's argument that authorizing the inquiry will give them better legal standing as the White House has questioned the legal and constitutional basis for their requests for information. So when the House committees keep asking the White House for documents and stuff, the White House lawyers are saying, you don't have the authority to do that. And so last month they wrote a letter. The attorney from the White House wrote a letter to Republican committee leaders and said, you know, your investigation is overzealous. It's illegitimate because you haven't even authorized a formal impeachment inquiry by a vote of the full House. Richard Sauber, special counsel to the president, also wrote that when Donald Trump faced the prospect of impeachment by the Democrats in 2019, the current House Speaker Mike Johnson at the time had said that in any inquiry without a House vote would be a sham. And so here we are. White House lawyers were like, well, you didn't even get an inquiry vote. Okay. Inquiry vote. Now give us our documents. Ben says, oh, Ben has a couple emails here to me. Uh, Well, let's do this one first. Uh, I'm curious, did Congress ask Trump for deposition as well? And did he appear? I do not believe Trump ever sat for a deposition as president. That's a very, so this gets into a more difficult um, legal uh, situation because like when Trump was being impeached both times, I don't think he ever testified. Like, so you got the impeachment inquiry. Then if they, whatever they uh, uh, develop, the information and evidence they develop out of the inquiry, they then make the presentation to the full house for a vote on impeachment. Once impeached, it goes over to the Senate for the trial and the president is able to then testify, basically, to make comments at the Senate trial. Trump refused to do that at the trial. Because he's a sitting president, there's a separation of powers argument. There are legal issues involved there. And so you don't ever have to sit for this stuff, as as I understand. I don't ever remember Trump being deposed by lawyers in either of his impeachments. But see, here's the thing. And I said this at the time. When they impeached Trump, on the two things, they the phone call and then January 6th, when you impeached him over the phone call, I said at the time, you have cheapened impeachment, right? You've lowered the cost of it. And now we should expect to see more impeachments. Little did I, little did I know that we would see it so soon. And so now, like every president is going to get impeached. This is what we're going to be going through. If ever the, whenever the House is of a different party, look for the House to always impeach because the cost has been so lowered. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay. So what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at carolinareadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, 
camping and hiking supplies even, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com, veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Uh, I've been asked a couple of times here uh, about the uh, about uh, various things that I've referenced, like the Grabian.com list of uh, all of the pieces of evidence. Um, and uh, you can get it at Grabian.com. But also, I mean, I post, uh, I have a Patreon page. It's free. You can see all of the prep links. After each show, I put up all the prep links so you can see everything I reference in that uh, in that day. Patreon. Just look for the Pete Callender show, and it's it's there. You could see all of the free, um, uh, all of the free prep sheets. All right, so because like I, I posted after the show because my the prep sheet that I actually develop. Let me see here. How many pages is this thing at this point? It's forty six pages. So that's like the and it's just links of all the articles that I've got for prep, and I don't get to it all, and so I then I I cut out the stuff that I did get to and I use that in the in the prep sheet and it's much more manageable <laughs> after the show because I don't get to everything obviously I haven't even started writing the description yet for the podcast thing for this hour I'm usually better than that anyway House Democrats stood in united opposition to the inquiry resolution yesterday, calling it a farce perpetrated by those across the aisle to avenge the two impeachments against Trump. Okay, well, I don't know if avenge is the right word. You're not avenging Donald Trump. Um, You are, however, applying a consistent standard, which we warned you, people like me warned Democrats, you're not going to enjoy a consistent application of this standard. And here we are. You were warned. I don't care that you're upset about it now. Doesn't matter to me. I, again, I am not, you know, a, uh, a Donald Trump standard bearer. I am not, I, I did not vote for him. I did not vote for the Democrats either. I did not vote for him. And uh, I was opposed to the impeachment. And I warned people. You're not going to like this road because every single president that you get in with a opposing party holding the House will now have to go through the impeachment. And it is destabilizing. They don't care. It's almost as if they want to destabilize. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Anyway, GOP leaders have made the case in recent weeks that the resolution is only a step in the process. It's not a decision to impeach Joe Biden. And that's true. It's not a decision to impeach him. It is an attempt to get more evidence to build the case to see if there is fire where there is all of this smoke. Representative Don Bacon, Republican from Nebraska. Uh, He also fills uh, kitchens with aroma on the weekends. Um, I'm sorry. It's terrible. Terrible. Anyway, he has long been opposed to moving forward with impeachment, impeachment, and he said that the White House questioning the legitimacy of the inquiry without a formal vote helped gain his support. See, the White House, they tried to talk tough, and they actually whipped opposition against themselves. Classic Joe Biden, right? Classic Joe Biden. Just shut up, man. That's how you actually won. 
You just shut up and you hung out in a basement during COVID and you won. When you run your mouth, Joe, you lose. So they ran their mouth. They were like, you don't even have an official vote. And I'm like, okay, let's get an official vote. And all the Republicans fell in line because if that's going to be your defense, that's going to be your rationale and reasoning for not giving over documents to help, quote, clear yourself, right? If you like, just, just show us, show us the companies. All these 20 something companies that you're running all of these millions of dollars through, why don't you show them to us? Tell us where the money went. Because the IRS and um, Byron Donalds down in uh, Florida, who was a bank guy, he was worked in the banking industry, and he said flat out, like, dude, this looks like money laundering. I work at the, if this was at my bank, I'm looking at all of these money transfers through all of these accounts, that's money laundering. Classic telltale signals. And again, we would not know any of this were it not for Hunter Biden's laptop. Don Bacon says, I can defend an inquiry now. Let's see what they find out. House Democrats remained unified in their opposition to the impeachment process, saying it is a farce uh, used by the GOP to take attention away from Trump and his legal woes. What? It doesn't even make any sense. They've been doing this for months. They've been like all of this stuff is the result of your own actions. You did this. You did this. AP reports uh, a Jerry Nadler comment. You don't initiate an you don't initiate an impeachment. Pro- I'm sorry, that's uh, that's not quite the Bronx there. Uh, impeachment process unless there's real evidence of impeachable offenses. That's not true. It's a political process, Jerry. It's a political process, as you guys told us. He says there's none. There's no real evidence here. Okay, well, which is not true. He said without evidence, there's no evidence. Let's say it that way. This from Russ. He asks, does without evidence mean excluding the facts we don't like? I believe so. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that sounds right. Um, also, James Biden, with no previous construction experience, created a construction company which received millions in no-bid contracts for projects in Afghanistan and Iraq. That, oh, that is not evidence of anything. He just wanted to get into the construction industry. Who are we to say that his lack of experience means he should not get no-bid government contracts? I mean, really? Much like Hunter Biden's lack of experience in international energy markets and the gas industry in Ukraine, or his, or his uh, ability to be a masterpiece artist, or a master artist. Master artist? Master Master Painter. Matthew says, in Trump's defense, it's hard to keep up with which... Oh, wait, hang on a second. That's a different topic. Sorry. I will get to that topic about Bo Hines and Donald Trump. Let me just clear out these uh, messages on the the lack of evidence front and such. This is from Bill, who says, using evidence in a sentence, your cited AP article is obvious, quote, evidence of the decline and fall of... Of a journalism degree. I would agree with you. It gives the term BS in journalism a whole new meaning. That's indeed it does. Well, when you start looking at when you start looking at journalists, that's why I call it journalisming and, and journalismers. Right? When you start looking the uh, looking at them as 
Democrat activists with bylines, a lot of this stuff makes a lot more sense. Ben says, uh, Pete, everything you are reading sounds really good, but all this information you're giving, none of it has stuck. So like propaganda that news media does to get ratings and viewers, it's still propaganda. No, it, it's called it's called evidence, Ben, evidence, the pieces of information, the 46 pieces of information that link Joe Biden to Hunter Biden's corruption like that's all. Those are all pieces of information. But it hasn't stuck. But why would it have, quote, stuck? You got a DOJ that won't investigate it. You got a DOJ that tried to actually stifle investigators from pursuing Hunter Biden and charging him with the tax evasion stuff. Right? You've got one of the people who's actually in control of the DOJ, right? Why why would it have quote stuck when everybody is stiff farming it and preventing out of this stuff? I mean, that's why you have the inquiry. That's what this is all about. None of it has any validity to it, or they would have called some of those things off. During the new inquiry, they, they have. They ha- they've. Where do you think I get this information from? They, this, like, you, I don't see any evidence. Okay, well, here's some evidence. I don't oh, when you produce it. I mean, that's when I'll see it. Oh, it's right here in front of you. Maybe you should produce some evidence, and then I'll look at it. Well, just have it right here. Take a look. I like. I, I cannot make you look at things. I cannot make you listen, and I cannot make you believe. You have to approach stuff on your own. You have to come at it with an open mind and read the information and make the conclusions. And you've obviously decided that none of the information matters. None of it is evidence for whatever reason. I suspect it's motivated reasoning, but let's go to Brian. Welcome to the program, Brian. Hey, Pete. Hey, man. What's up? Hey, just wanted to make a comment about uh, all the Democrats voting no for the inquiry. I think from just a, just an honest observation of that, one can infer without a doubt that the entire Democratic Party is corrupted. Yeah, well, I mean, they're they're definitely going to. I mean, look, they have to protect the precious, right? So, they, I mean, it's just if the if you if we if we start from a position that the uh, the impeachment process is a political process by its very nature, then you should not expect any of the Democrats to want to go along with this. Now, I will hold out hope that if presented with enough evidence, maybe they do vote to impeach. But maybe they do that for political purposes to get a different Democrat on the ticket after the after the Democrat convention is held. Oh, uh, that's right. I keep forgetting. Yeah, that's that's in play. That's definitely in play. Right. So, I, and yeah, and I have no idea what their internal political machinations are like. You know, trying to swap somebody out for Joe, and he may, you know, he may say, you know what, I'm not going to take the nomination. This is just all too much for the good of the country. I'm going to step aside, or my health. I can't remember who I am anymore. I'm going to step aside. Whatever. Uh, then they get to stick somebody else in there and run against Trump. Uh, it's uh, going to be an interesting year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Time to get the. Pro- Time to get the popcorn out and uh, watch the frolies. Yeah, no joke, man. No joke. Brian, I appreciate the call, buddy. Good to hear from you. All right, see you, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Democrats have conceded that while the president's son is not perfect, well, that's a huge concession. I mean, my goodness. For Democrats to acknowledge that Hunter Biden isn't perfect, whew, man, that's an expenditure of some serious political capital right there. 
But they note he's a private citizen who's already being held accountable by the justice system, which is hilarious because that's what they said when he got the sweetheart deal cut for him. That Remember, that's exactly what they said back then, months ago, when they were like, here, Hunter, just a little, just a little on the wrist. That's it. And they're like, well, look at that. He's being held accountable, everybody. That must not be anything to it. He's got himself a deal. Courts have handled it. Let's all move on. Nothing to see here. All is well. All is well. As Kevin Bacon noted in the documentary Animal House. All right. Up next, I'm going to get into a couple of endorsements that occurred. Speaking of... uh, Donald Trump, he made an endorsement, but then he endorsed the guy's opponent or something. Or maybe it was like a half endorsement. I'm not really sure. We'll get into it up next.